Welcome, Welcome to, to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob. Seeing humor and hope in a crazy, crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hey, Deacon Bob. How are you? You're acting like it's a late night podcast, but is that because of the time zone your that's brain because, is That's in? right. Do you know? Okay. So yeah, I just got back from uh, Austria last night, but here's the thing. And you know how the Lord just smiles on you sometimes, all the time, all the but time. sometimes you sometimes experience you see that it. more, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's a smile. Sometimes it's a smirk. It's, yes, it is. Sometimes it's, what were you thinking? <laughs> right. So um, Saturday night in Europe, they changed away from daylight savings time. So I got an extra hour. <gasps> That Saturday night, and we do it this Saturday night. So I benefited <laughs> twice. Dang, huh? man. I mean, tell Doubled me. Doubled up. Tell me that's not amazing. Now, is the rest of the world, is this our last daylight savings time? I, th- I think, well, I think when we change in March, then we keep it that way. Is that right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. So I this think, is our last daylight savings time. I think time. so. So enjoy wait, it, everybody. Wait, wait, we just got out of daylight savings time. Now we're in normal time. Oh. Right? I don't know. Wasn't that it? No, didn't. Doesn't daylight savings time end on Saturday? Not begin. The funny thing about this was five minutes ago, as we were prepping for this, we said let's not talk about something we don't know. Yeah, Dave was like, we should talk about the new Taylor Swift album. I said she has a new album. He said yes, it's broken lots of records. I said what's it called? He said I don't know. I said maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe after 100 episodes. episodes, we've learned something. But par- apparently, no, no, we no idea. We'll just talk about whatever. No, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Daylight savings time ends on Saturday, and then it'll begin this spring, and it will stay that way. I think that's how it's working. Well, I'm really excited for your extra two hours. Sounds like it. That you got. Speaking of breaking records, I you know who's breaking really, really records? Well. Um, bon Jovi? The Cleveland Cavaliers. How so? Well, First of all, they're rocking it. They are five. When you said breaking records. I'm, they're breaking records. All right, here's an example okay. of a record. Okay. Uh, they played Boston in Boston, okay. won in overtime. Those were the Eastern Conference champions from last year. And it was the second time in NBA history that two players from the same team, yeah. in this case, Donovan Mitchell and, and Karis LeVert, okay. scored 41 wow. points wow. each. Actually, that is a big game. What did they score total? Uh, the the final score was like 120. It was okay. overtime, so yeah, they had yeah. a little oh, bit okay. of more time okay. to do that. And then in the last game that they just played, and they were playing... I don't remember who they were playing, but they beat them, and that's all that. Oh, the New York Knicks. Okay. Uh, It was also the second time in NBA history that two players, once again, Mitchell and Kevin Love, scored eight three-pointers each. Wow. Wow, that's pretty interesting. They're actually doing amazing. They're the buzz of the NBA. I'm going on Wednesday. We are? I'm going on Wednesday with my daughter, Eliana. Eliana gets to do everything. She does. You love her best. Kind of. Hey, we're going to get to go. I know, March 19th. Now, do you want to go before that, though, or do you just want to hold off all the energy and excitement so much? I just want to hold off all the energy and excitement, just bug you for the times of not letting me go. Exactly. Okay, would you, should Tom Brady have stayed out? I mean, they're just choking. Um, I think that it's not a Tom Brady problem. Tom Brady is not as sensational as he used to be to carry a team. Right. Um, We're on our third String be that as uh, it may, tight I mean, end. They had a Our great year last year. Line. His last year is going to be a horrible year. Well, that's kind of how most people right. But go he could have. But it didn't have to be that way. But he's playing football. But they're officially getting divorced. Yeah, I thought that one was going to last forever. I was hoping so too. But do you know what was in the divorce papers? No, that Tom put in. What she has to pay him infidelity. Oh yeah. So now the buzz is like, oh, 
Tom retired, found out, <laughs> went back to football. Maybe she doesn't want him around maybe, as much as they thought. Maybe you're just getting a lot of spin there. So who wow. knows what's going on? And it wow. is actually horrible anytime anybody gets divorced because they were married for a while and... Um, that's always painful. So we pray for them and anybody going through so that. So the Bucks lost thing. this weekend. But the Bucks lost. I was there with my good friend Bob Lesneski. All right. Uh, and uh, it's always fun to go to a game. We we didn't beat the other team, but we beat the traffic home because we left early. Did you? Well, we saw it going downhill. You saw that happening. Yeah. All and right. it was late. It was a Thursday night game. Like, it started at yeah, 8.15. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. usually in bed by 9. How yeah. are the Broncos doing? The Broncos played in London yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And I think... I think they won this one. They might have. I was I was traveling they did. back. I was I traveling back. So they, they were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think oh, that's they right won near at the, the very end. end. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I was traveling back. So um, worry free coming home. So that was great. We're going to talk a little bit about what I did on the way home uh, yes. on the next section. But um, Notre Dame won. Notre Dame's crazy. Okay, they lose to two teams that they had no business losing to, and then they beat two top twenty teams. They beat Syracuse this this week. That was six and one. Nice. They beat them handily, hmm. and they're going to play Clemson, which is I think maybe number three or four in the country right now. Yeah, they play them on Saturday, and I am going to be at the game. <gasps> Where yep. are they playing them? In at, South Bend? At South Bend. Yeah, we're having an alumni tailgate party. Oh, how and then fun. And be able to go to the game. Yeah, tell me about I'm it. I'm excited I'm, for you. That's great. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry like a little baby. Are you? Can yeah. you send a picture of you crying? Yeah, I will. You can just send the same picture you sent me when I was sharing with you wah, how, wah, how terrified wah, I was about getting my blood wah, drawn. Wah, wah. Exactly. Um, so I got the cutest picture. My nephew dressed up. He's maybe, maybe I don't know. He's probably four, maybe five. You dressed up like Grinch, all green. Grinch is the green one, right? Yes, he is. He was so darn cute. Yeah. That's your what favorite your, Christmas movie. Yeah, it is. Um, that's we, We've established that. Do you right. like Christmas movies? Do, 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 do. Flashback. <laughs> um, what did your kids dress? Do you have any all kids right, that dress right, up I can't anymore? believe you're bringing this up. So I don't want to start crying. I had, Why? Uh, I had a horrible Halloween. Why? <laughs> I even forgot to tell you about this. So I... Um, so Aiden's nine. Yeah. Okay. It's a, so he's going to It's a precious up, sure. age. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, when you have your youngest kid, like everything is like, oh, this is the last time around. Oh, so please. I'm thinking, oh, this is one of our last trick-or-treating times. So uh, he wanted to trick-or-treat with a friend. Great. Let's call the friend. Friend can't come over, but can we go over to his house? Oh, yes. Happy to, sure, happy to do sure. that. Let's accommodate. So I'm getting on my Ghostbusters jumper, right? You know, because I have my Ghostbusters outfit. Oh, you're dressing up too. Well, it's called trick-or-treating. Okay, Carry So on. I'm getting dressed up, and Aiden looks at me, and he's like, um, you don't need to come. You can just drop me off. Oh, no, yeah. you're there. Yeah, and I was like like halfway zipped with like my proton pack, and I'm like, what? And he's like, it's okay. You can you can just drop me off. I'm like, no, no, I can come. And he's oh, like, no. no. And then he was like, I'd rather you not. Stop. Shot through the heart. And you oh, were my gosh. I, I'm so sorry. It was it was actually like, I was like, oh, that, that's 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 cool. You Those of you are watching, I'm holding his thank hand. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, so then it was, so then the kid lives at the end of a cul-de-sac. So I dropped Aiden off and I'm like, okay, well, I love you. Have And he's just like running out the door, <laughs> not even looking back. So instead of going around the cul-de-sac, I just went into the other well, driveway. To, well, no, I was just turning around just because I wanted to make sure he got in the house. Well, I turn around He's, that way. He runs out waving me down. And I'm like. Oh, he feels bad. He yeah, feels there bad. You go. There you go. He knocks on the window. He's like, hey, dad, you know, this is a cul-de-sac. You could just drive around the whole way. I was like, yeah, I just wanted to do that. He's like, okay, bye. And then oh, <laughs> runs back in the house. So the good news was I, I was scheduled to serve the 430 mass. 
at Blessed Sacrament, which was right near this kid's house. And I originally said, I can't because I need to be a good father. Yeah. So I figured it was either go to mass or end up at the bottom of a bottle. And mm-hmm. I, I went to mass, which that was, was the right, choice. it was the right that choice. It was the right choice. That's it was. almost always the right choice. <laughs> almost. Uh, it depends on the bottle. Yeah. Anyway, so that was horrible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a Sorry bummer. Wish I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> hey, let's and talk I, about something more depressing. On that note. Baseball? Um, uh, baseball World Series, well, one-to-one. Uh, Philadelphia pulled out one, the first game. They won the first game against the Astros. Bryce in, Harper. Okay. Did he always play for the Phillies? Um, do you know do who he really? is? No, actually, I don't know. I, I just do saw I his name. I know who he is. I'm a little bit offended by that. Did he play for the Nationals? Yes. <laughs> So wait a second, are all the stars of the Nationals just playing on other teams. playoffs? That's teams? absolutely right. That's absolutely right. I just right. knew the name was familiar and I thought, Bryce Harper. I'm like, I don't remember him being on the field. I mean, not that I remember anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah, about so that. So they won the first one. Uh, Astros won the second. They played tonight. We have a problem in our house tonight, actually. Okay. The friaring? Yes, we do. Okay. So here's our dilemma. We've got game three of the World Series, yeah. which World Series happens once a year, yes. obviously. And yes. we've got the Cleveland Browns are playing tonight. Okay. Which, if it was up to me, that isn't a problem. So you guys only have one TV? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that vow of poverty is a beautiful so, thing. So we're going to actually, we've got one in the workout so, room, so somebody could go in the, tread, <laughs> in the treadmill and so watch it. So make Father Denny walk on the treadmill and, and watch, just the, watch Browns. the game. That's maybe what we'll do. And uh, everybody else can watch baseball. It'll be good. But I would love, you know, people have asked, I, I'm not a Phillies fan. N- okay. Normally I'm not a Phillies fan. But You're not I, a Houston fan either. No, I'm not a Houston fan at all. Yeah. And all things being equal, Phillies are the wild card. So they came in. Um, they're National League East. So I'm rooting for the Phillies. Okay. Just because of the Eastern part of it? Yep. Yep. All right. In the least. That's the same division as the Nats are in. Yeah. So, yep. That's my, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Well, we actually have one today, don't we? We do. It's a good one. Here at Franciscan University, we are in the home stretch. Hey, it's a baseball analogy of our 75th anniversary, the fourth year of our 75th anniversary. <laughs> it's been a while. So be sure to check out our final special anniversary issue of Franciscan Magazine. Not our final issue, our final anniversary issue. In this issue, you can see a timeline of Franciscan athletics from 1946 until today and read stories from our alumni athletes. I remember when they didn't even have padding. We also take a look back on the ways Franciscan University has shared the light of faith throughout our history, as well as our many decades of pro-life efforts, both on campus and beyond. To read Franciscan Magazine online, buy a computer, and go to magazine.franciscan.edu. That's magazine.franciscan.edu. Enjoy reading. That was really seriously. That was just. I was trying my best. I was trying to add a little. I I I get that, but it was just. It was just. Oh my goodness! All right, let me try it again. I'm gonna. No, 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 no! no, 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 You're gonna do it again. Here we go. This is gonna be better. We don't have time. Getting more excited. Don't not do it again. 
here at Franciscan University. We're on the home stretch of our 75th anniversary. So be sure to check out our final thrashing, awesome, special anniversary issue of Franciscan Magazine! At magazine.franciscan.edu. How's that? I just feel like I need to apologize. <laughs> I really do. We woke up the kids again. So for those of you who are listening and you're thinking, man, when he does that, it just drives me nuts. I feel it. You, you feel, feel that it. way with every segment that I we do. I feel it. I feel it. It's part, okay, of, it's so part of our charism. I watched, I watched some movies on the way oh, home. Oh, yeah, you came on, back? On the flights. Okay. All right. So Black Widow three or four times. Not even showing it. Aww. It's not even an option, which is unbelievable. You I, can download it on your iPad. I know. With the Disney Plus account of mine that you have. Good point. Okay, so on the flight over, I only watched one movie. No, on the flight over, I watched two movies. On the way back, I watched one. Okay. On the flight over, I watched American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've never seen it before. It was really, really a nice yeah. story. Yeah, I mean, that was he, awesome. First off, he's a cool Yeah, we story. talked about that in uh, the last podcast. Do we? Okay. Yeah. Do we talk about that? Yeah. Do we? We did. It was great. Everybody loved it. Oh, that's right. When I was in, in Austria. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the new Elvis movie. We talked about that? No. Okay, the new no. Elvis movie. I watched that as well. How was that? It's with Tom Hanks. He plays, is it Colonel Parker? Is that the guy's name? Yeah. It's Colonel good. Sanders. Yeah. Well, it's interesting just on how controlling and manipulative he was. Oh, I mean, he? depending on how, you know, I actually, I think it was accurate. So it was good. Um, and then, How was okay. the guy who played Elvis? Did he feel Elvisy? Not really, honest. That's really funny that you say that. Not really. He didn't look Elvisy yeah, to me. No, but um, but I thought maybe he just. I mean, it was acted. a good. It was a, it was a good movie, a good time piece. It was interesting, just how controversial Elvis was. Mm. You know, when he first came out, and and was just all the gyrating and all that kind of thing. So yeah. that was interesting. Okay, so on the way back, I'm going through the movies, and nothing's really just kind of jumping out at me. And you, I don't know, you're aware that I went on Matt Frad's podcast yes. a couple weeks ago yes so i made i mean the unbelievable admission that i was not a huge lord of the rings fan and he almost asked oh, me to leave immediately i was gonna say yeah, you is. don't you don't say that to him right 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 so i'm watching so i said you he's know, not from new zealand but he still has a great affinity yeah yeah, for yeah, it. yeah 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 so yeah i said you know i'm gonna just give it a another try okay so the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, yes, right? I yes. turn it off with 45 minutes left. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'm watching. It's like, I just. <laughs> oh, David. And, and they're pulling like these animals and they're getting ready for this fight. And it's like. So I went to Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, now, okay. No, no well. I love. Actually, that was our debate. I think Chronicles of Narnia is just beautiful. So I tried again and I just. I just and couldn't you failed again. I couldn't do it. You failed again. again. Well, that's hurtful. Okay, so that's that's our some of our things. Uh, Hanks, Tom Hanks did a good job. Yeah. Elvis, what do you think American is the Hero. best movie about a musician, or like a music, like a like a yeah, like a genre of like? House? Okay. <laughs> Wait, what, no, Blues what, Brothers. What, I mean, oh, Blues, Blues Brothers, Brothers actually no, was fantastic. No. Not a um, real band, but that is actually one of that's um, a fantastic. That's movie. interesting. The best. I, I don't know. I don't I, have an I'm, answer. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at... Oh, you know what I do have an answer? Just movies off the top of Walk my head Walk the like Line. That. Johnny Cash? Yeah. That was good, actually. That, and he did great. Phoenix? Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Yeah. Okay. Walk... You sure? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that was good. Um, Ray was ex excellent with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I didn't the, see the, it. the um, Ray Charles That's movie. interesting. I need to give that some thought. Maybe you did just you, avoid Did you movies. see that movie that really got a lot of hype? 
Star Wars? No, Queen. We are the Oh, yeah, Queen. Um, What was that? I don't remember what it was called. Yeah. Was it called Bohemian Rhapsody, maybe? I did see the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it didn't Uh, do much for it. Yeah. It was it. It got very much into his romantic relationships. I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, I don't either at all. The okay, music so cool. other cultural things going on: midterm elections. Oh, dude, isn't that horrible about Nancy Pelosi? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that I kind of came on. I I heard just the smallest thing about it. Somebody apparently broke in. Uh, broke into the house. house going with, after her. Apparently, he was trying to find her, but her husband, who's like eighty or something, was there and. Mm. He attacked him with a hammer. Oh he, he like uh, fractured his skull and other injuries. Now he's. How did how? Did, like, I don't know. I mean, I I think they would have security. Okay, and stuff. okay, okay. I I have no. I didn't hear enough about that except, you know, the Pelosi family is traumatized, and I would be freaking yeah, traumatized yeah, 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 if sure. anybody came in. Yeah, I, I mean, it's so, you know, that kind of violence and. It, it it's just something we just got to keep praying for yeah. and pray for peace and peaceful protests. You know. Um, I think it's part of what makes us great is that we don't physically attack each other. You know, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I think I yeah. think it's okay to have disagreements and arguments, but we do. You know, we I think we live in such an age where people are throwing fuel on the fire, and and both sides do this. Like this is just a a, a tragedy of of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just he's sad. Okay? It's just like, sad. He's he okay? he's okay. You know, he's okay, but. Now, if I mean, if I was a congressman, or I'd just be asking for security. No, no, I mean, like absolutely. That's, it's just not. It's just absolutely. horrible. There's not absolutely. much more to say about it except it's, it's a failure, and it's something that you know, no matter what, even if somebody's on the opposite end of that political yeah, yeah. spectrum, that's nobody deserves yeah, to yeah. be physically attacked like that. And that just sounds painful. Getting hit by a hammer. Yeah, just like an elderly person too. Yeah. Yeah, a younger person maybe that's all right, but yeah, elderly, of course. Is that but what it's you, you. Yeah, yeah, totally sometimes, fine. Sometimes, probably, you, probably some, deserve. Sometimes you want to hit me with a hammer. Yeah, you're not um, wrong. Midterms, right? I mean, by all speculation, it sounds like Republicans are going to win big. Is that right? The House and the Senate. So okay, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the highlights of the debate with the one in Pennsylvania. It's Doctor Oz, <laughs> yeah. and I really don't know him. And then the other guy's name, I can't remember his name. But Joe, I think. Maybe but not. who had had a stroke. Right. It but he's was, better now. Is he? I don't know. It was hard to watch. I didn't it see really any was. of it. Yeah, I watched some highlights of it. it really, I don't, yeah. yeah. It'll be, I mean, tradition, if, if tradition holds, the Republicans should do well because they almost always do when the opposing party, the first election, It, it really just election. goes back and forth, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, just, yeah, which you is, can almost yeah, bet on it thing. that one one party will get a lot of control and then it'll go to the other yeah. party. Because sadly, I think the stat is we vote more against than four. four, yeah, there are. Some, I mean, it is it is important that we're out there, particularly in some of the more elec- local elections now, yep. state elections, particularly since the abortion thing, the Lord RV way got overturned. But now it means that a lot of the states are going to be determining what's going to happen in their state. So, uh, as our public service announcement, that's right. I, I, make sure you vote. Yeah, make sure you vote. It's really yeah. A great I mean, things like, for, for example, your governor, yeah. who you may or may not have even known if they were pro life or not, because it kind of didn't matter. Yeah. When it wasn't in the state's right, hand, right, right. now it matters. And that matters a lot. A lot. Your justices, depending on what state state you're from, if yeah. you choose, if you elect your court, your Supreme Court justices in your state. That matters a lot. Yeah. So, you know, pro-life, pro-family, pro-marriage, those kinds of things are really important. One of the things I heard that, uh, which was really interesting, uh, the New York Supreme Court, state Supreme Court, overruled the whole forcing people to get vaccinations and the people that got fired for not getting vaccinations were told you have to rehire them 
and give them pack, back pay. Wow. Which was a big, I mean, if New York does that, it's likely that many Everybody other states are going to follow it. that. So that was a really big ruling and decision. So that was interesting. It was nice to travel. Honestly, I don't think there was one second of of COVID being kind of a part of. Oh, right. Because your previous was, travels, you were sent back and forth. Yeah, get this. Okay, so when I left Hungary last time in September, so the guys, you know, flipping through my passport and you really don't think they're actually paying attention they're right. just doing this because they want to irritate people to take up time that's basically what they're yeah, doing sure that's why people right. take those yeah jobs. exactly yeah um so he looks at me he goes why were you deported from switzerland and i said <laughs> get out of here seriously yeah 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 dude they keep records of all those things yeah 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 so i said well i mean it was a covid situation and he goes covid he goes that confused everything or that complicated everything or something like that so he didn't work. one time we were in the bahamas and we were coming back through security, and my wife was eating an apple in the line. Apple a day keeps the dentist away. Well, it also makes the customs people upset because fruit, sure. you're not supposed to bring foreign fruit into America. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's eating the apple, like, in line. You can bring it in your tummy, but you can't bring it in your suitcase. So the customs guy said, hey. Um, lady. Lady, that's, that's fruit. Oh, She's like, well, let me just finish it. Now, yeah, sometimes sometimes yeah. my wife, yeah. she's a very sweet, we love loving, her, love we her, love her, she's her, great, love her. Don't, don't get in her bad side. So uh, she does not tolerate fools lightly, let's put it that way, which is amazing that we've been married for 25 years. So she finishes the apple and throws it away, but we still get taken back and get all this rigmarole, yeah. goes through all our bags and, you know, Jenny's getting mad or I'm just like, just stop talking, yeah, yeah, just yeah, stop yeah. talking, just stop talking. Anyway, fast forward a few years to really about, seven months or so, and I'm reapplying for my global entry thing. Yep. And the person just asked me basic questions, and a few times she said, and you're not supposed to bring fruit in. I was like, right. Got okay. that. And then something, right. something, and you know you're not supposed to bring any fruit in. And I said, yeah, right. And at the end she said, and you're not supposed to bring any fruit in. Got and I it. said, does this have to do with the, the Bermuda thing? And she just nodded. I'm like, oh my gosh, how'd that end up on my record? Uh, that was my wife. It That's was what my wife. Said. I know. I'll tell you the it one was who, not me. you shouldn't let in. But he put, a little, he put a little notation on all of the whole family, like they're fruit smugglers. No, some friends of mine, they brought in a ham sandwich and they weren't supposed to have meat or something like that. And when they applied, I think it was actually a global entry as well. They yeah. said, we'd like to talk to you about the ham sandwich. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> there yep. are people bringing in... <laughs> Thousands of tons of cocaine. That's right. And you find my ham sandwich. That's right. Thank God they didn't find the fentanyl. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. at least. Uh, they, uh, yeah, good times. So, so, um, so we're praying for our country. Make sure you vote. Uh, vote locally. Vote nationally. Vote all often. those things. As they say in Chicago, vote, vote early and, and vote, vote often. often. Yeah. We get to finish our letter today, our letter to the Philippians. It's been only four chapters, and what a wonderful four chapters it has been. Uh, We're looking at verses 10 through 23. I rejoice greatly in the Lord, now that at last you revived your concern for me. You were, of course, concerned about me, but lacked an opportunity. Not that I say this because of need, for I have learned in whatever situation I find myself to be self-sufficient. I know how to live in humble circumstances. I know also how to live with abundance. In every circumstance and in all things, I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of living in abundance and of being in need. I have the strength for everything through him who empowers me. Still, it was kind of you to share in my distress. You Philippians indeed know that at the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, not a single church shared with me 
in an account of giving and receiving except you alone. For even when I was at Thessalonica, you sent me something for my needs, not only once but more than once. It is not that I am eager for the gift. Rather, I am eager for the profit that accrues to your account. I received full payment and I abound. I am very well supplied because of what I received from you through Ephroditus, a fragrant aroma and acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. My God will fully supply whatever you need in according with his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. To God, our Father, glory forever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to every holy one in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me send you their greetings. All the holy ones send you their greetings, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. And with yours as well. Amen. And with that, he concludes his letter to the no Philippians. More writing. All right, a couple of things. Um, one of the things that I was thinking when it talks about, uh, I know how to live with and without, with well, with being hungry in abundance. I think one of the, I was going to say all the saints, but that may not be fair. One of the things that I, about St. Francis and many of the saints was just that, their ability to be present to the moment. So it's, so oftentimes we're thinking about what isn't or what mm. should be yeah. or what we wished was or it didn't work out. And and I think that's what Paul is saying is that whatever circumstances, obviously it, it, the beginning is that this invitation to rejoice again, whatever situation they find themselves in, that the Lord is present. Even when I said the Lord smiled, smiled on me, he <laughs> always does. So I, I think that there is something to that, that recognition that no matter what the circumstances, that God is present. Yeah. And I think that's also when we're praying for things and asking for things, if we don't get what we ask for or pray for, it doesn't mean that God wasn't present to that. It's not present to us. Or it didn't turn out. We think we were supposed to do something and it didn't, quote unquote, turn out. Doesn't mean that we didn't do what the Lord wanted us to do. It's just be present to him, be present to his people in front of us, and then trust that everything else is going to be made made available for us. And that attitude that he has, you know, which is, you know, I'm really glad you gave me a gift, but I'm really glad for your sake that you gave me a gift, not mm. for my sake. You know, he's saying, like, look, I've gone hungry and I've had lots of food. You know, I've, I've had everything. I've had nothing. Like, it, it really, you know, he's, he's very detached from that. He's like, hey, one way or the other, it's fine. But what I'm really psyched about is you guys. And you guys are going to get so much grace from this gift that you gave to me mm. And the ministry I was doing, I actually thought of you, and maybe you can share a little bit about that because you have a vow of poverty. I do. And um, one of the everybody seems to remind me of that. Is that right? Yeah, you've said it twice tonight. Have I? Well, I or said it once, once in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I was leading into this statement. Well, you mentioned about our TVs, but that's okay. Well, I think it's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, you have a vow of poverty. Have I, I said that before? Yep. Okay. So you have a vow of poverty, and probably something. Have you ever? I mean, I imagine before you became president, did you ever do this kind of fundraising, you know, millions of dollars sitting yeah. in front of people, you know, because it'd be a little different if, you know, it's not like just closing a big contract. Yeah, like I remember yeah. my dad, you know, when he would close a big contract, would come home and he'd yeah, be very nice, excited. Yeah, nice and and yeah I mean, we would go out to dinner, you know, because he just scored a few million dollars for the company yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, but some of that was he money was going right into his pocket yeah, yeah, and sure. our pockets, you know, as a, as a family. But uh, for you, it's really, is it just the ability to rejoice in their giving? Because yeah, how well, does that work? Yeah, that, that, right, that they're a part of, and that's really what Paul is saying, is that you're a part of my ministry. It's yeah. interesting. They said, you're the only group that reached out. You're the only group that <laughs> right. helped, right? So that, and here we are 2,000 years later talking about their generosity. 
mm-hmm. to him. So that's really, I mean, when, when I'm with people, it's, it's all about inviting them to be a part of what we're doing and to be a part of the mission of Franciscan university. And, and people get really emotional about that. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've been with people and, you know, made major donations to the university when I talked to them and invited them to be a part of what we're doing here. One particular individual, he started crying and he mm-hmm. said, I'm just, I'm so humbled that you think of me and my wife enough of me and my wife that you'd allow us to be a part of what you're doing. It's like, I mean, I was so humbled by that. It's like, my goodness, we're not able to do. And and it's and same with Paul is, is that we're not able to do what we do without, you know, people's generosity. Right. And honestly, sometimes people give wealthy people a hard time and some of them deserve it. But the reality is, is so many of the good things that take place in the church are because wealthy people share with that yeah. and, and, and donate. It was interesting being in, in Germany or in Austria last week. Their idea of donating to church is not like, there's not that practice of that, that, that people don't make generally large donations to churches or to schools because it's all government supported. Right. They have a, so, they have a church tax. Right, right. The idea of benefaction towards the, that's just not, it's not part of their tradition. So when we're, yeah. if we're trying to raise money for gomming, you know, Austrian people, although there's a few people that have been very generous, so I'm going to be really clear about that. <laughs> right. Um, but it's just not part of their trust tradition. I had something happen actually when I was a young priest. Um, somebody wanted to give me something. I can't even remember what it was. No, no, no. It was somebody wanted to give another friar a guitar. Okay. And the friar said to another friar, an older, more wise friar, he said, you know, it would be nice to have one, but they could use their money on something else, right? And, and the friar said, sometimes it's allowing them to do that for you hmm. and, and the blessing that they'll receive from being able to do that. And that's really true that when, when you offer something to a mission that you ultimately believe in, and right. there is there's a grace, there's a blessing that comes from that. I'm sure you and Jen have experienced that as well. Oh, no, we've experienced incredible generosity yeah, over yeah. our years working at Working in a parish or, you know, just, I mean, you, you talk about a guitar. I mean, I remember. Um, well, the individual who sent you a guitar from the uh, listener. I yeah, mean, exactly. That's just so crazy. You know, and, and it, it blows me away, you know, that kind of generosity and that kind of help. And, yeah, I think there's a part of it that you think, gosh, well, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's so humbling. You, it, it's almost probably like it's a bit like getting your feet washed, you yeah, know, which yeah. is like, don't do that. Like, yeah, like yeah, stop yeah. that. Yeah. and. And you're right, though. There is a way that letting people help you in need. I mean, you first you have to admit you have a need, but allowing people to help and to serve in those moments, you know, to pull your feet away or to say, oh, I don't need that when you know you do is it's, denying it's, it, a person an opportunity to, to be blessed and, yeah. and to have grace. And it is an interesting thing that when the, on the various studies on why people give, do you know what the main reason people give? No. It makes them feel better. Oh, really? I mean, there's something about that. I yeah. mean, you've donated and you've helped yeah. out other people. So this sense that that they feel like they're able to help people or organizations or institutions, and, and that's not a bad thing, you know, that it, that yeah. it stirs something in our heart that we feel good about that. Yeah, yeah, well, and I think that it's almost a, it's not just a a selfishness. It's no. A, it's a beatitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, exactly. I, I was, that's absolutely I was right. made to give. That's a really good, and really good point. I love what Mother Teresa used to say. She said, God has all the money in the world. He just put it in other <laughs> yeah, people's in pockets. pockets yeah. and, and there's something about that when if we've been blessed and we share, it just feels so right, yeah. you know, as opposed to spending it on another piece of junk that we could care less about. No, there really is, there really is a blessing about that. And I think it's really cool. I mean, I think that's I think it's one of the beautiful things about Franciscan is it's led by friars and 
I imagine there's a level of even more trust yeah. because well we know because you're, I'm not taking, you're not, yeah, right, not right. going to buy a plane. It's a similar Sorry thing. If I come in next week and we've got a new TV, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, it's a similar thing. My wife works, uh, really runs. Uh, Father Louis Morozny's charity, Mission to the Beloved, and people okay. have been generous, especially after the earthquake, you know, with that. And that ministry is simply Father Lewis. Yeah. It's just it's just him. And my wife helps him with the details of it. Right, and right. and a lot of people just love that because, you know, we're not sometimes you give to a a group and then you just end up getting like an envelope from them like every week yeah. and it just becomes this kind of insane thing and you know there's groups out there that raise money for larger corporations and they make a cut of it so they just keep sending you materials and stuff like that but when you know the people like when you have a relationship i'm not saying don't support yeah, these yeah, groups, yeah. but when you know people and you have a relationship and you just see how simple it is and you can really see the direct like no that and money you gave look here's the person you fed and, and i think that's there's, what's what's that's what's powerful I, I think that's what's important too about franciscan is the reality is is we don't have this huge endowment that some right. other schools. I mean, we've we've got a little bit, but not like these other schools. So, when somebody gives to a scholarship, I mean, I can show you pictures of kids. Literally, yeah. you gave us this money. This kid's here because of that. Yeah, and, and I've had them in my office. Yeah, and exactly. I've seen them cry Absolutely. with joy Absolutely. when it comes through. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's amazing. So you know, some of these schools that have billions of literally billions, the kids couldn't have, yeah. wouldn't have to pay and ten thousand I mean, students. You know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's just crazy. So no, that's that's a great blessing of that. So that's interesting that you kind of picked up on that. The other part of this text is I, I can. I have the strength for everything through yeah. him who empowers me. It's just, obviously, that's one of the more famous One of the quotes. classic yeah. lines. But, um, yeah, with everything through him who empowers me. Yeah, so. Philippians 4.13 is one of the most yeah. popular verses. I can do I can do all things through him who gives me strength or yep. lots of different variations of it. Yep. You know, I've been reading uh, this book by Jacques Philippe. Father Jacques Philippe. Father Jacques Philippe. Uh, Interior Freedom. And it's a little bit of a long quote, but it really... I think it fit exactly what Paul was talking about because he was, you know, Paul didn't use the word freedom, but you could tell he was living in freedom, even though he was in chains, Mm -hmm. even though he was in prison, he wasn't worried about this stuff. Like he, and even if he's getting money or not, if he's well-fed or he's not, if he's being persecuted, if he's free, you know, we even just heard a few days ago in the liturgy, he talked about, I don't even know if I want to be alive or not, you know, like, but if I'm, if I'm alive, then I'm helping you and that's great. But if I'm not, I'm with the Lord, that's great. That's even greater, but I'll stick around as long as the Lord wants to have that kind of detachment is really to have that kind of freedom, um, which ties into our scripture verse for the school year, you know, for freedom, Christ set you free. So this is just a quote from uh, Father Philippe, and it's it's a wonderful book called Interior Freedom. I'd recommend the whole book. Just for the record, the friars are, and we do day of recollections, and, yeah. and that's we're reading that as a community. Oh, All the friars right? in the house. Oh, that's that, awesome. Yeah. Jesus was surrounded by a sea of evil, hatred, violence, and lies. His heart was broken and pierced, and he suffered more than anyone has ever suffered. But the wrong done to him did not penetrate him, because his heart was full of trust in his Father, abandonment, and loving self-offering. We should follow in his steps. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten. That was a quote from 1 Peter. Mm -hmm. So too with Our Lady at the foot of the cross. She drank the cup of suffering, but her heart remained pure. It held no fear, no rebellion, no hatred, no despair, but only acceptance, forgiveness, and hope. If the wrongs people commit do penetrate our hearts, that is because they find room there. If suffering makes us bitter and ill-humored, it is because our hearts are devoid of faith, hope, and love. But if our hearts are filled with total trust in God and love for him and our neighbor, there is no room there for evil, hurt, and harm. 
St. Maximilian Kolbe died in the starvation bunker at Auschwitz, but his heart remained pure and intact in that hellish place because he felt no hatred for his executioners and consented to give up his life for love. He and his companions sang the Magnificat as they were dying. They conquered evil with good. Amen. That's a good place to stop, Bob. Yeah, I mean, just that attitude of, you know, that's, and we're celebrating all saints, you know, uh, by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be, it'll be yesterday. Um, But I think that's one of the great things that the saints show us is that in every circumstance, um, we see holiness. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just say, oh, saints are, I mean, I remember I I read a story of a soul with kids in the youth group when I was a youth minister and they loved it. But one of them said, yeah, but how easy it would have been to be a saint in that household. And in some ways, yeah, okay, right. Everyone's joining the convent, you know, everybody's praying and, but you find in every circumstance saints, you know, whether the, you know, the worst persecution, I mean, you think of Auschwitz or America or Russia or China, like wherever it is in every time and every place. And I think that's what the saints remind us of. And I think that's exactly what Paul is trying to say. Like we can always, it's really easy to blame we always want to change the externals, right? Like yeah. that's our prayer. Yeah, exactly. Change exactly. them. Yeah. And God says, Mm-mm, I'm going to change you. Yeah. And I want to give you the strength to go through anything because I'm with you. Right. I think just the point was just that, was that if our if our heart is so full of Jesus and so full of his presence and so full of his peace and his hope, his joy, there's just not room for anything else. So Amen. Lord, that that would be the case, that our hearts would be so full of you that there's not room for anything else. And that's the joy that Paul talks about. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Amen. Heavenly Father, we bless you and thank you for St. Paul and the witness of faith that he provides and how the word of God animates and stirs in our heart. We pray that that be true in our life, that we can do all things through you. We thank you for fellowship and for faith. And Jesus, we pray for that person who's struggling most today. Uh, Be present to them at this moment. May Lord bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. Be good. Hey, uh, we'll be back next week, and we're still trying to figure out what we might want to do for our next theme. So we won't jump into it next week, but if you'd like to, shoot us an email, hope at franciscan.edu, hope at franciscan.edu. God bless. See you, Bob. See you, Father Dave. Go Cavs.